0: This is Rick with Cybersecurity and IT Professional Podcast, where industry leaders share their insights, and it is six questions in nine minutes because hackers never sleep. So let's get to it. Chris, question number one in a few sentences, tell us who you are and what you do.
1: Yeah, so I'm Chris Johnson. Uh, I work with a security group called MSP Ignite. It's a peer group for MSP professionals uh, working on their security maturity. So it's kind of a, it's like saying subreddit, I guess. Um, It's a sub, sub- Sub inside the sub. Um, So basically I help other MSPs that are working on their security maturity.
0: Nice. Can I ask real quick, this is a side question, I'm sorry, but uh, how'd you get into that? How'd you get into that group? How'd you get
1: into this work? Side way? questions, <laughs> wow. Um, so know, I'm, a <clears throat> a I'm, I'm, I'm a big advocate for <laughs> peer groups. I believe that when you're a part of a peer group, you have a level of accountability that the industry doesn't really hold us to as MSPs per se. Um, and I'm not saying that to downplay the industry, just saying that when you're, there's more accountability there. And so with that, uh, I was asked about a year and a half ago, having kind of exited the MSP space, sold my company, and I got asked by the guy that had run my peer groups, uh, Steve Alexander. He said, Chris, he's like, I've got an MSP that's really struggling to sell security. Would you get on a, on a peer group call with us and just kind of hear what he's got and what it came down to? And you, you hear the saying all the time, uh, you got to eat your own dog food. I don't like that. I know we're not dogs. So why eat dog food? So let's use the, let's, let's drink our own champagne. So that's what I walked through. I said, how many of these 20 plus things that you want to put in front of your clients are you actually doing? And it ended up being of the 20 or so he was doing four internally. And I'm like, that's the part that's got to change. You do 15, 16 of these, maybe it becomes really credible and relevant to your clients.
0: That's a phenomenal extra question. So thank you for that question. Number two, officially, uh, what's the best thing about being a cyber professional?
1: Well, I think one of the best things about being a cyber professional is we're in a world that's uh, in our faces all the time. So it's not when you sit down at the Thanksgiving table and family goes, what do you do? It's like, hey, do you watch the news? Um, that's, I think, a really cool conversation starter. It's like, hey, I get to follow what the FBI is doing, or you know, uh, CISA, or some of these things that are are really happening around us. But it's kind of this like dark. No one really looks at it. So I just find it really exciting to be able to say I'm part of the group, sort of the blue team, if you will, that's saying how do we counter what's happening out there.
0: All the red team folks are mad that you said blue team, but that's okay. Fair question enough. number. Question number three. I hear from other industry leaders that cybersecurity is a top concern. What does that actually mean to you?
1: So I I think it's kind of a misnomer. I think it's, uh, it's like the buzzword of today. If what's in our faces is tied to cybersecurity, then someone's talking about it. Someone's making money on it. Um, I did a podcast that was, are the insurance companies in cahoots with the threat actors? And I started laughing. I'm like, you're going to need to explain that. Cause I'm pretty sure that that's not exactly what's happening. Um, but I think the, the bottom line is, I think that <laughs> I don't even know how to say this. It's like, cybersecurity is top of mind because security should be top of mind. And the problem is we go back four or five years and the amount of money that was being spent hasn't really changed to today, even though we say we're going to, but I think the vehicles to address security have changed. We've got better, more sophisticated tools, and they're not as complicated to set up or implement, which means I think it's top of mind, not just because of what's happening on the threat side, but because the tools are becoming more sophisticated to address it.
0: Great answer. I appreciate that. Question number four, what piece of insight do you want to share with other cyber experts?
1: Uh, The insight that I would have is that we're all in this together. And I think the number one thing that we can do together with those that we're trying to help keep safe is really a culture shift and an education process that I think is still in its infancy.
0: So how would that culture shift look for you? Like if you could drive that culture shift, what would it look for? What would it look like?
1: So the the best example I I can give is I I recently was a part of uh, an assessment done for um, an organization that is heavily regulated, both from the finance side and the healthcare side. And the conversation as I gave them my findings was that they wanted me to create a security exception around uh, having the uh, network share, include the NTFS permissions group, everyone, because that's Microsoft best practices and we're following best practices. And so I thought, you know, before I, before I really um, put myself and back myself into a corner of my own doing, I said, and, and they did in, in fairness, they gave me the opportunity to kind of go in and put together a better answer than just because that's not secure so I, I talked to um, about seven MSPs and two or three MSSPs. And I just asked the question, when you set up a network share, what does that look like? And without fail, not one of them was willing to leave the permissions group, everyone on any share period. And so when I asked why, one of the responses, and I'll never forget it, uh, cause I got it via writing instead of on the phone. So like on the phone, we had the conversation. He's like, let me go talk to my team. And one of the engineers on his team said, Goes, that sounds like lazy IT and an inexperienced systems administrator. And I, and I, when I, when I, I want to put some perspective on that is that we all remember having that person get brought onto your team. It's like, I went through the Microsoft boot camp and they were like, they could, they could answer all the questions in the world as it pertains to how to actually get something done. But when you're sitting there looking over their shoulder, you're like, hold on, time out you realize you can right-click on desktop and you can get to that same place in two clicks instead of like 15 clicks. They're like, and the response you get, of course, is that's not how I was taught in the boot camp." It's like, welcome to the world of street smart versus book smart. And I think that's one of the things that I would say is we've got to change that mindset. And, And in fairness, what do you tell a client when you go, well, my vendor's product told me that that's wrong and it's not secure. And they're like, never heard of them. Right.
0: That's a very, very good story. I, I, can't, I have to laugh just because I've, I've bumped into some IR hunters and stuff that you watch them do it. And you're like, well, you got to the final outcome, but it took you 15 more minutes than it took me. So right, right. yeah, street smart versus book smart is definitely a good point. So question number five, Chris, what other successful cyber professionals like yourself do you think would need some acknowledgement and should be on my podcast?
1: Um, I would say uh, Lewis Quinn, uh, I'm drawing a blank on the name of his company right now, but he is in that uh, kind of MSSP space, helps sort of in that uh, security operations center. Um, I would say really anybody that has a passion for helping other companies, that's who I would list out. So uh, my friends over at Onshore Security, uh, they're, I mean, that's just their passion. Um, Stell Balabanis. that's he actually, when I went really hardcore into security, he hired me and was kind of my mentor into really establishing like, Chris, how, how would you do this if you were doing cybersecurity leadership? How would you help my company be successful there? And and along the way, he kind of helped steer me in the different directions. So he's probably top of mind when I think about security, just because of their approach and mindset and, and really being more peer driven, not so much vendor. Like I-, I think about the vendors. Like I think about like Ryan Weeks from data, like strong CISO, great concept, really understands this stuff and just passionate about helping other people. And then last I would probably say uh Craig Taylor with Cyberhoot. Um And of course I could just go on all day long and list people that I know that in the industry, right? But these are people that I work very closely with on a regular basis. So, um, you know, they're close, they keep them close to Vest, right? Because I know that when I need help with something, they're going to be on my call list for helping educate a customer or educate even a peer that's like really struggling with it.
0: Nice. Those are great names and we'll definitely chat. Last question, fun question. What is your favorite piece of retro technology that makes you smile?
1: So this is going to sound strange and it's kind of, um, I, I actually was kind of going back and forth on this. I really wanted to be like the Game Boy because that was like the growing up years. But really that that's not retro enough for me. I'm going to say retro technology is the light, right? Um, I love it. it it's analog. I mean, there's nothing, it, it's nothing. It's not even really, I mean, when we say technology, it's like saying the, you know, the industrial revolution is the beginning of the technology age, right? Or that's where we started to get serious about it. Or like the beginning of the computer. No. Um, um, so it, it would have to be the, uh, the light bright.
0: That's, that's awesome. That is a new one on this show, but you did it. Six questions in nine minutes because the best know when to be concise and when to end. Chris, it was epic having you on. Make sure everyone that you check out our episodes and insights from our cybersecurity and IT professional podcast. My name is Rick Mishka. Stay awesome, my friends.